Except the Lord keep the city, they waketh in vain, they that watch over it. I want to always remember that no matter how incredible the ministry, or the mission, or the business being interviewed, it's all in vain if not for Him. Thanks for joining us for another Faith Horizons podcast. The purpose of a Faith Horizons podcast is to discover the kingdom of God in Kansas City, one conversation at a time. Today, I'm here with Steve Magnuson again, and we're going to just go over something that just really kind of caught my interest uh, the last time we, we spoke together on the podcast, which is uh, God's authority seats. Let's just talk a little bit about God's authority seats. So, Steve, what are God's authority seats? <laughs> Good question. So they're actually described in Romans. It's the seats of authority that God established in the nations. So what is a seat of authority? So a seat of authority is a place of authority, obviously. It's a seat of government that God yes. has established in the nations. And in Romans 13, we learn that every person is to be subject to the governing authorities or the seats of authority, right? The authority seats. For these, uh, for there is no authority except from God. For those which exist were established by God. So in other words, Romans 13 tells us that these authority seats were government seats that were set up in the nations by God. And so God created the government of the earth. Why did he do that? Because God didn't just create the na- the government of the nations, he created the nations themselves. We learned that in Acts. In Acts, we learned through Paul that God created the nations, he created the, the size of their boundaries, he determined the times of their existence, and he created them for one purpose, so people would follow him or seek him. And so when people are in the nation seeking God, they needed a government. So God established seats of authority or authority seats that began to govern the nations and help direct people into an understanding of who God is. Why? Because God is a king. God is a king. Well, and, and as a king, if we're going to understand what that means, then a king has government. I mean, there's no king without government. So that is a governmental position. That's a governmental face of God. And so if we're going to understand God as king, we all have fathers, so we understand the father is a father, right? God is a father. How do you know that? What is a father? Well, I look at my father, and I either have a good or a bad example of a father. I look at I look at a healer, and I, I find examples of God as a healer. I find examples of God as a provider. I find examples as of God as a as a warrior who fights for me. I find examples of God in all of these ways, all of these faces of God, right? But but we know that God is a king, and what's the only way you can find what does a king look like? Because a king is government. And a king is, since its king is governmental, God established seats of authority or authority seats in the earth so that we would understand what it is for him to be a king, as his justice and his righteousness flows from the seats of authority that he created. Because it says in in Romans, for rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. They're here, they're given a sword. We aren't given a sword. I can't go punish my neighbor, 
Right, right. I mean, hey, you didn't, I don't like what you did. You broke the law. I'm going to use the sword that God gave me, and I'm going to punish you for what you did. No, that belongs to the kings. Yeah, I was going to say, there are some people that like to walk around in neighborhoods and think that they have that. (laughs) My my neighborhood has a neighborhood watch sign up too. Yeah. And so there are neighbors who watch. I grew up in small towns, 410 people. The little old lady across the street knew everything I did. But. She had to call the police if I was doing something that was worthy of attention. You know, she couldn't come across. And why? Because because justice is a governmental concept which is given to seats of authority. The, the seats of authority that God created in the nation are the ones that have a sword to enforce the law because justice comes from a throne. And so seats of authority were given to the nation so that we could understand what God is like as a king. We could understand what law is, what justice is, what righteousness is. I mean, I can be just, I can act righteous, I can be kind to my neighbor and do things that are just and kind, but I can't give justice. Right. So when you're saying like, so God created the nations, right? God created the nations and then he, he, put, he put in place an authority, an authority structure, which has, which has seats of authority in it in order to allow for uh, the governing of a nation. Correct. So the seats of authority are the authority structure. You know, what that authority structure looks like, meaning how it works out in day-to-day life, is what each country determines. Are you going to be a parliamentary system? Are you going to be a democracy? Are you going to be a republic? Are you going to be a dictatorship? Are you going to be a monarchy? Are you So all of those are just the manifestations of the seats of authority that God created because a seat of authority is just government. And so God created the seats of authority in every nation and and then he put rulers in them so the seats of authority and the rulers are different the the president of the united states is not the presidency of the united states there is an office waiting for the man right and so there was a seat of authority that god created over the nation of the united states of america over the city of kansas city there's a seat of authority and and we in Kansas City created a position called a mayor to rest upon that seat of authority that God created. In the United States, we created a position of a presidency to rest upon the seat of authority that God created because somebody had to give that man who would sit in that seat a sword. And it wasn't you and I who voted to give the mayor of Kansas City the right to to enforce the laws in whatever way, you know, is in the books. It was God who said government in general will enforce the law. I'm giving you a sword. And then we in Kansas City tried to figure out how is that going to work. And so our government consists of mayors and 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 councilmen and police officials and government agencies, and it all works together to support this seat of authority that God created. It's interesting because it seems like this is such a fascinating thing that we actually have to play with the structure that God already put in place. Yes. And, 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 and the structure that we, that we, or I'm sorry, the structure that we seemingly come up with is in alignment with what already exists. And so it kind of brings to light what what would be a hidden authority structure that God created. It brings it to light and showcases what God already created. 
Correct. Yeah. So, so God lays the foundation. Yeah. And we build upon that foundation to meet our needs. And then that identifies what God created. Correct. Because you're, you're a king with God. Yeah. We are kings and priests. Right. And so let's just, we have emphasized so much us being priests and called it priests are ones who, you know, go and spread the gospel and that's our priestly functions, but we're kings and priests. And, and just to be simple, some, Kind of a simple guy. I grew up in a town of 410 people in the middle of Nebraska. <laughs> this is like a big old hee-haw town, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so simply, a priest is somebody who goes before God, right? A right. priest is somebody who has access to God. The priests were the ones who went to God and had access to God on behalf of the people. And the Bible makes it clear that we're all not just kings and or, or not just priests, but we're both. We're priests and kings. And so as a priest, we have access to God. As a king, we have authority in the earth. And those are two separate things, right? And so, but they're related. And so what you're saying is, look, when we stand upon this authority structure that God has established in the cities or the nations of the earth, then we stand as a priest before God to get divine ideas about how to implement the things that he said in our heart with a structure that will carry out the plans and purposes that he intends. Yes, that is ex- that is what the positions were designed for, is to be authority seats so that those people could hear from the Lord and then uh, implement or in- enact the kingdom of God on the earth. Right. Uh, of course, the enemy has other plans for those seats because they are still in existence, whether right. whether it's occupied by a good occupant or a uh, an occupant that doesn't serve the Lord. Correct. Yeah, I mean, the seats are open. Yes. And anybody can sit in them. I mean, the, the Bible says my people perish, not because we lack power, not because we lack authority, not because what my people perish for lack of knowledge. knowledge. So I wonder, okay, so like, I wonder if, you know, you know how the dollar, everybody always complains about, you know, well, money, 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 this, money, that, money's bad, money's this, money's neutral. Money's a neutral item. It's a tool, right? So would authority seat be considered neutral as well? Um. Yes, in a way, uh, it is it is neutral, but it was created by God. So even the idea that that money is neutral, I mean, God put resources into the earth; He created them. So God doesn't create neutral things. So so when God they were created cre- with a purpose, correct. And so everything is created with a purpose. I mean, a baseball bat, I guess, could be neutral, right? Okay, I'm just, so, I'm just so, wondering. I'm like, you know, you can you can whack the ball or whack something else with a baseball bat. Exactly, the baseball bat. Does what you tell it to do. <laughs> you can make millions of dollars by winning the World Series, or you can end up in jail with a baseball bat. Exactly. Take your pick. You know, but so everything in life is neutral, but God created everything. So I like what you said earlier. Everything was created with a purpose. Created with a purpose. And so and so the purpose, it doesn't mean it's neutral. It means that if you use something for the purpose it wasn't created for, then it's obviously going to produce results that were not intended. And so God didn't create the the seats of authority in cities or nations for neutral purposes so that anybody could control them. He created them, why? To reward the good and punish the evil. And that's what it says in Romans chapter 13. Correct. Correct. Romans 13 says that's the purpose of rulers. 
And so when rulers sit in these seats of authority and abuse their power, oppress people, and don't bring forth God's idea of righteousness and justice, then you see what you see in the earth for our entire lifetime, for thousands of years, right? You see dictators, oppressive people, you see people in poverty, you see crime, you see all of these decay. this decay. Why? Because somebody who has partnered with the devil has occupied the seats of authority and is bringing forth the devil's plans, not not God's plans. So just to recap um, real quickly, um, so God created the nations. He created the authority structure, which is his authority seats in the land, and that um, the purpose and the intent of that was to occupy those seats so that we could have people who can hear from the Lord and then bring about thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, that's what Jesus is praying for, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's the goal. That's the purpose of these seats is to bring forth thy kingdom. Right. And it all starts in the garden with Adam. Yeah. Right? We were given dominion. Yes. So dominion is we were given title to the earth. It's ours, yes. and, and some people say, "Hey, we're 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 a steward of the earth. We're we're somebody who who manages the earth for God." You know, some people say that it's title. When you look at Blackstone's commentaries on the laws of England and property laws with John Locke, a lot of this idea of property came from the idea of dominion. It was the earth was given to us. Yes. We're kings. We're kings of, you know, under God. And so we rule with him and he gave the earth to us to rule, to manage, to steward. And so the the idea of dominion carries with it actual physical territory on the earth. You are not taking dominion until you influence, impact, change, and bring the kingdom of God to physical territory on the earth. That's what dominion means. Dominion and kingdom are related, right? Kingdom, the dominion of, of, a, king, a, king. of a king. And so that's what it is. And so dominion is ground, physical territory. But we lost that. It's not that we we gave it to the the devil in when Adam and Eve fell, it's that they lost their authority to govern because righteousness and justice are the foundation of God's throne. If God was ever not righteous and ever not just, he would also lose his authority to sit in a seat and call himself a just judge. So a judge cannot be corrupt and evil and sit on a, a, a seat of judgment and judge others for what he's doing himself. You understand? Right. So you lose your authority to rule when Adam and Eve sinned. And so, and so because they lost their authority, the earth was given— this is very quick. Like, I mean, this is just something that that we oftentimes don't understand and don't teach, right? So, so the earth wasn't given to to just man in general. No, the earth was given to mankind who was created in the image and likeness of God, which Adam was. They were sons of God, which Adam was, and they were clothed with God's glory, which Adam was. The psalm says, even though he was naked, he was clothed with God's glory. When he sinned, the glory of God left. He was separated from God, no longer sons, and he was no longer in the image and likeness of God because Genesis 5 says Seth, his son, Adam's son, wasn't in the image and likeness of God. He was in the image and likeness of his father, Adam. So, so we lost the ability to stand before the courts of heaven and enforce the deed, the title deed that we had. If I have a house, I have a title, right? Yeah, yeah. So if I have a house, I have a piece of paper that says I own the house. If somebody steals my house, 
What's my remedy? I go to the court and I say, hey, I'm the rightful owner of this house. And he goes, okay, prove it. And I say, here's the title deed. That's my name. That's me. Here's my identification. And the court looks at this guy and says, how did you acquire the house? And he like hems and haws and shuffles his feet and goes, uh, all right, court issues a judgment on my behalf. Why? Because I have a title deed with my name on it and I own the house. This guy is declared a thief by the court. And so I'm the rightful owner. Right. Now, let's say this same scenario, you're my friend. And so Nathan sees that somebody stole my house. I'm in Florida on vacation for, you know, five months, six months. You know, I'm not coming back for a while. So you go into the court Uh and you say, hey, judge, this guy stole the house. Okay, well, let's see whose house it is. And you hold him the title deed because I just happened to give it to you and for safekeeping because you're a safer person than I am, right? So you you bring the title deed up, you put it in, in the court, and you say, here it is. Well, the judge looks at this and says, well, but this says Steve Magnuson owns the house. What's your name? <laughs> exactly. Well, my name's Nathan Sack. Well, you're not Steve Magnuson. No, Your Honor, I'm not, but, but Steve Magnuson owns the house, and this guy doesn't because this guy isn't Steve Magnuson. Is the judge going to issue a decision on your behalf or against this person? No. Why? Because a thief has good title to everything he's stolen against everybody except the rightful owner. Isn't that crazy? That is absolutely astounding to me because when you said that, I'm like, that's true. I mean, we all hear about the statement, you know, possession is nine-tenths of the law. And it is. It, it is, is nine tenths of the law. I mean, we've all we've all heard that, but but when you actually begin to draw out what that actually means, like you know, the thief can steal it, but as long as as long as there's no rightful owner to prosecute, the thief, the thief keeps it. The thief has no one that can take it away from exactly. them. Exactly, and the court's not going to give it to somebody who's not the rightful owner because that doesn't solve the problem. Nope. Because I come back from vacation and this guy stole my house, but now Nathan Zach has my house. It's like, okay, what's going on here? Because then the court is then perpetuating the problem rather Correct. than correcting the problem. So until the rightful owner shows up, that house remains with the thief. So the the governments may have put in laws where the thief is re- the property is removed from the thief and it's 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 placed in you know somebody's care yeah. right in government care until the rightful owner shows up. But in general, the thief keeps the property. Now, why is this important to Adam and Eve? Right, because Satan stole the property. Satan was the thief, or is the thief. And in essence, he stole the th- the property only because he was a bully. Because when Adam was created, Adam had authority, which means he didn't need to have muscle to enforce his will. He had authority. He had authority. A policeman with a gun standing in front of a Mack truck coming down the street has terrible authority balance there, right? Or, I mean, he has great authority, but he has no power over yeah, that Mack truck. the authority truck. versus power. But yeah, the, the Mack truck could easily... Easily you know, destroy e- the policeman. Yes. But the policeman has authority... To stop the To Mack. stop the Mack truck, right? Does that make and, sense? Yeah, and if, if, obviously, if the Mack truck ignores the authority of the police, well, then... The there's ent- consequences. Well, there's the entire police force would then come... <laughs> right. But when the policeman loses his authority... Yes. Then the Mack truck doesn't have to stop. Right. The Mack truck can run over the policeman. If the policeman is out in the street using his authority in a corrupt way to stop the Mack truck unlawfully, the Mack truck can use his power to overcome the the perceived authority of the policeman. Does that make sense? I'm not trying to complicate it here. Okay, so you're – but just back to the point here, basically Satan stole – 
the 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 keys basically when adam lost his authority yes he had to rely on his power to overcome satan and satan got the earth because he was the biggest baddest dude on the planet so taking this back to the court session so who could take back the the authority of the earth that's what jesus did from satan because he was the he was the son of man, the son of David. He was the son, you know, he was the he was the rightful heir. He's the king of kings, right? So he's born of man. Yeah. He's born without sin. He's the son of God. Right. So remember the three the three conditions in the title deed. The, the title to the earth was not given to man generally. I can't just stand before the courts of heaven and say I'm a man. They look at the title deed and they say, all right, this was given to a man, which you are, but it's a man who was created in the image and likeness of God. Are you Are you that? And I look back at Genesis 5, it says, no, I'm not in the image and likeness of God. I'm in the image, image and likeness of my father, right. which is a fallen man. He says, okay, so that doesn't work. Um, are you a son of God? He says, no, I've been cut off from God because for God so loved the world that he came, you know, gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall no longer be cut off or no longer perish, but receive eternal life. So we'd be reunited with God, no longer cut off. So I'm cut off from God and his family. So I'm not a son of God. It doesn't work. And then the third one is, am I clothed in his glory? It's like, no, I've got a a suit on your honor. I'm not clothed in the glory of God. But when Jesus came back, Jesus met those conditions. When he died, he went to hell, took the, the keys to hell, death, and the grave from the devil, and, and, and restored the ability for man to walk in that authority. Because when he sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, we were now sons of God. When you're right. saved, you're adopted into the family of God. Yes. Right, yes. we're recreated in the image and likeness of God. Behold, all you know, old things have passed away. All, all things, things be- have become new. Right, yeah. I'm now recreated. I'm born again in the image and likeness of God, and I'm clothed with God's glory because Jesus said in John that the glory you gave me, Father, I have given them. It's the robe of authority that we have been given. So we now meet the title deed. We meet the conditions. And so we can stand before the courts of heaven and say, this earth belongs to me. Here's the title deed. Am I a son of God? Yes. Am I created in his image and likeness? Yes. Am I clothed with his glory? Yes. That guy, that Satan is a thief, and I want a judgment on my behalf. And we can throw him out of the seats of authority that he's stolen. So basically, Jesus went before the throne of God with the title deed and said, that's mine. That's mine. And then he made us like him. Well, we become like him through the, through, yeah. So that we can stand on our own before the throne of God. Because remember, the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes. If, if Adam voluntarily removed himself from his seat and came back and Satan was sitting in it and he was running the place and Adam didn't know he had the authority to kick Satan off of these seats of authority that God created, but just let him stay, it wouldn't be a lack of authority. It would be a lack of knowledge. Adam didn't know that he could remove this man. And I'm not powerful enough on my own to pick a fight with the devil. I can't, like, challenge him to a duel, right? All right, devil, that's it. You're a thief. We're going, let's meet noon, like high noon, like a, like a Western, right? High noon tomorrow on the streets of Main Street. With my you six-shooter. and me. <laughs> we're we're going <laughs> to go at this, right? I lose. 
because I don't have the power, but I do have the authority, so I can go before the courts of heaven and have a judgment from heaven issued on my behalf to remove Satan from all that he has stolen, because the earth belongs to me. And and that's what we're coming into, and understanding that these seats of authority that God created in the nations belong to us. Because Daniel, remember when Nebuchadnezzar, the story of Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar was punished by God, and Daniel says the reason that Nebuchadnezzar was going to be punished was so that he would learn that the God most high, that God most high rules over the nations of the earth, and he's the and one, and what is and he's the one who establishes the positions of authority. Yes, and one step further, he gives them to whomever he wishes. So, do you think God wishes make a list? of the leaders that you're aware of in the earth right now. Do you think that was God? You know what? He's had this council meeting in heaven, and he said, wow, that's my guy. I like him. I'm choosing him. That Him, them, her. Wow, they're awesome. I choose to give it. No. What happened? The devil stole it. He occupies it, and God is waiting for his people to arise with an understanding of the authority they possess seeking judgments from the courts of heaven to remove, you know, the thief and right. bring forth, you know, righteous people. Look what it says in Luke 1, 52, 51, 52, Luke chapter 1. This is Mary. So Mary is carrying Jesus. She goes to Elizabeth, who's carrying John the Baptist. Before they're ever born, John the Baptist leaps in the womb, right? And Mary sings a song, a prophetic song. We are entering into this this year. And so this is what it says in Luke 1, 52. He says, powerful princes, he tears from their thrones and he lifts up the lowly to take their place. Those who hunger for him will always be filled, but the smug and self-satisfied, he will send away empty. That's what God does. He's waiting for people who understand their authority to come before the courts of heaven and say, my city is occupied by the enemy. And they have no authority to keep the positions they've stolen. They have positions and provision that they've stolen unlawfully that don't belong to them. And God, I want it back. So as long as we're willing to tolerate... You stay. The, the, the person who occupies the positions of authority which God created... Yes. You know, then we are, then we are stuck. Right. If I come back from vacation and the guy who stole my house is living in my house and sitting there mowing the lawn and having a good time on my front and yard. And I never contest that. Guess what? He keeps it. Nine and of the law. And in fact, according to the law, if I allow that to continue, there's a principle called adverse possession, where if I allow him to adversely possess a property of mine contrary to my rights for long enough, the court will allow him to keep it. And I won't even be able to go back. So you must also contend for these things in a timely manner. Or you lose them. Here's a quick update from Faith Horizons. I have recently added unique pages for each organization interviewed on the Faith Horizons podcast. These pages include all articles and posts for that specific organization and also include the opportunity to leave your testimony of experience with them. You can find these specific organization pages and the opportunity to leave testimonies on the front page. Please take the time to leave a testimony for whichever organizations have impacted you. It really helps tell the complete story of what God is doing in Kansas City. Thank you so much. It's the Lord.